2020 was one of the hottest years ever, and it brought to an More end. More than 15,000 scientists are sounding an alarm about climate change. They call it a. Says the effect of global warming is so severe, the region is actually shifting to They've a different climate. They also found they had underestimated the rate of change. Four experts say that we have until 2030 to avoid catastrophe. It 2020 was the hottest year on record. Changes are not made, and made soon, there will be irreversible damage to the planet. Hello and welcome to My Green Podcast, the show about accessible, sustainable living. I'm Jarvis Smith. And I'm Joe Wood. This is the podcast that shows you how to live a greener, sustainable life, from what to buy to what to eat and what small thing you can do to help save the planet. And today we have a very special episode. Yes, we are recording today's episode from backstage of the PEA Awards. Our very own People Environment Achievement Awards honouring the teams and individuals who are changing the face of our planet. Unfortunately, Katie can't be here tonight, but we're excited to be here anyway. How cool is it, Oh my God, I love it. There's 300 people in there just going like, oh, I'm out! And what about the food? (laughs) Oh my God, the food. The food looks great. And it's so lovely to see everybody looking so fabulous. All the girls are dressed up, all the men have got bow ties and jackets. Oh, it's so great. Everyone looks like superstars, don't they? They really do. And we just had Arthur Potts Dawson, who's like the celebrity sustainable chef right now. He's hot and he's just done our our first course meal, which has been amazing. It's amazing. It's brilliant. I love it. I absolutely love it. I can't wait to see all the winners, to know if I've picked the right ones. (laughs) Well, we've got all that to look forward to, Joan. So, sit back and enjoy the highlights and the P-Watch 2021. Bring it on. We're going back to party. Yeah. Hi, my name's Lucy, and we and my colleagues are here representing Walida. And we, this evening, are giving an award to a sustainable brand and we can't wait to support this PEA Awards. And I would like to introduce Gabby. Hello. Shamila. Good evening. Katie. And Louise. Hello. And we are here to 100%. We work as Walida Wellbeing Advisors and Walida is celebrating its 100th year this year and celebrating sustainable products with all 740 supply chains with UHBT status and everything is carefully thought about, relationships are thought about, how we use the products, how the oils are produced, how things are carefully created without any injustice or any environmental impact. To the, to the earth. I, w- I personally would love to see that coal and fossil fuels will be eliminated, not in 10 years, in five years. I'm Brett Saland, I'm the uh, sustainable fashion editor at My Green Pod and a model and creator. Um, one thing I'm looking forward to at COP26 is the ability to challenge um, the leaders who are there and for fashion to finally have a seat at the table. 
Um, and tonight I'm really excited about um, honouring those who've really moved the conversation forward and you know created a real positive change. So I'm Scott, I do similar things to Brett, but a little bit better. Um, things I'm looking forward to at COP26 are seeing the changemaker voices in the room and the fringe events and those activations that will probably have a bigger cut through than the stuff that actually goes on at COP26. And tonight, yeah, it's all about celebrating people that are on the ground making the change and um, those positive voices and energy in space. Paul Gaby with EcoSpirits, a circular packaging technology company. It's great to be here tonight. Um, one thing out of COP26, um, everyone at the table, including Australia and Saudi Arabia and some of the countries that are trying to pull back. Uh, my name's Oliver Miller. I work for Pure Drive Energy and we are shortlisted tonight for the Energy Awards. Um, I think it's a very diverse group of shortlistees, um, so I think it'll be very interesting actually. I think it's up to anyone. At university I did a paper on how uh, ESG sort of correlates with business performance and um, yeah, it's just, it's really interesting to see the rise of ESG in, in business strategy and the impact it's having on business and, and planet. Yeah, it's cool. uh, ESG, so it stands for Environment, Social and Governance. So it's kind of a methodology um, that businesses are using to sort of judge themselves and others on their, you know, performance over those three categories, how they affect the environment, how they behave socially and their governance as well. Hi, I'm Doug Bellingham. Um, I'm looking forward to COP26 because I'm hoping the world embarrasses the Australian Prime Minister to the extent he deserves. Hi, I'm Sue Campbell and I'm the founder of Kind2, her award-winning hair care. And I guess I'm excited today about the fact that I get to meet so many of my wonderful friends that I haven't seen in person for two years. Hi, I'm Patrick McDowell, I'm a sustainable fashion designer based here in London and for COP26 I'm really excited for world leaders to make meaningful plans that actually result in actions that help really reduce the global emissions that are currently skyrocketing. Hi, I'm uh, representing the Rufino Hotel and uh, I'm here uh, yeah, to represent the sponsor of this event and I'm we're happy that we can take part in such a great initiative. It's very important that we do uh, things like this. It's our way to show that we care for the environment. Uh, so my name is Tim Etherington Judge. I'm co-founder of Avalanche Spirits, so one of the drink sponsors here tonight, um, and also partner of Eco Spirits, so the, the zero waste solution um, for spirits. Uh, COP26. What do I want? Um, I would like some solid commitments from the world leaders, so not kicking it down the line to 2030 to 2050, but action right now. Um, I'm Rich, I uh, work for Reset Connect. Um, Jarvis invited me, I'm his guest tonight. We're, we're doing some uh, events together at the moment, My Green Pod and, and Reset Connect. Uh, looking forward to like finding out loads more about the sustainability space. And uh, yeah, good luck to all the winners. We know a couple of finalists as well, so good luck to Rebecca Heaps from 10th Share. Hope, hope she gets a result. I'm Richard's wife, and uh, I'm also looking forward to a really lovely evening. I'm actually a forest school leader, so um, hoping to inspire the next generation of children to you know, look after 
our planet? Well, I think I really need to see businesses step up where sort of politicians have been, you know, dithering for a long time about, you know, climate policy and climate change. It's about really empowering businesses to lead the next the next phase of change. Uh, and that's 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 exactly the event that we're doing with Jarvis actually. We've got we've got something up in Glasgow uh, between us. So that's uh, exactly the topic that we're going to be holding holding leaders to account over. Uh, okay, so my name is Ollie. I'm a writer. I'm a drinks writer. I write for a couple of drinks magazines. What I'm looking for tonight is uh, to selfishly to get a sense of optimism from some of the projects that I hear about. To feel like you know maybe it's not as futile as I've walked in thinking. I'm Eve. Uh, I work for Eco Great. Uh, and one thing about COP26 is uh, I wish that people actually take uh, action rather than just words. So once everyone had that amazing meal, it was time for the ceremony and it got off in real style with a keynote speech from Atosa Sultani who told us some eye-opening facts about the Amazon rainforest. Yeah, so I've been in the Amazon since 1990 with the honor to work with indigenous peoples, defending forests, defending human rights. And really um, the work has been incredibly enriching for me and also it's been so vital for the planet. If you think about the Amazon, many of you know this already, we're losing the Amazon at the rate of 7,500 football fields per day. That's five, one, five football fields every minute that we're sitting here. Things have gotten worse. We are in the dark eight days of the Amazon with the Bolsonaro administration and the climate realities that's causing this positive feedback loop that's pushing the forest to the edge. Now, everybody has heard the, the um, fact that the Amazon is like the lungs of the earth, the way that the Amazon um, breathes in uh, CO2 and breathes out oxygen. And that's true. But the Amazon is more like the heart, the biological heart of planet Earth. And as part of the science panel of the United Nations Science Panel for the Amazon is about to release its report, what we're seeing is that the Amazon actually is the heart of the hydrological climatic system of planet Earth. And the way that works is that every tree, every mature tree in the Amazon, evapotranspires about a thousand liters of water vapor every day into the sky. Now you have 400 billion trees in the Amazon and collectively these trees generate water vapor and moisture um, that, that is basically creates these flying rivers, these atmospheric rivers that bring rain to the inside, deeper and deeper into the continent of South America. But once they hit the Andes, they go north and south and bring rain as far away as Hawaii or, or California, where some of modeling shows that moisture content in the Sierra Nevada in California is in part influenced by the atmospheric rivers in the Amazon. So this heart, this heart of planet Earth, this part of Mother Earth, is dependent on trees, on the forests. And since we've lost about 20% of the Amazon already, about, uh, you know, about actually about 17% uh, has been totally deforested and another 17% has been highly degraded. And so we are reaching what the scientists are calling the tipping point of ecological unraveling. This is a tipping point where the trees no longer are lifting up this 
these geysers of water and creating basically uh, a collapse of the hydrological system. We are there now. Basically, we are at the tipping point. Now, I don't want to go on here because this is not about me this evening, but I do want to say this. Each and every one of you, you're able to make a difference. You're living your purpose. You're staying true to your values. You're different from the average person that's walking down Oxford Street. But what we need to do is we need to help inspire, educate, and influence those people that haven't yet quite understood that we are in the time, if we don't get this right, of the great six mass extinction. Nearly 60% of the issue is what is described as human behavior. The IPCC report, as we all know, there's been a lot of news about it today, has categorically said that human beings are the problem when it comes to temperatures rising on our planet. Now, I don't need to stand on a soapbox and speak to all of you because you are all already there. But there is something I want to share with you. I was watching the news last night with my daughter, who's five. She's got COVID. We've all had it in our house. Luckily, I came out of isolation earlier this week. My wife, unfortunately, couldn't be here tonight because our daughter has COVID. We laid watching the news and she turned around to me and looked me in the eye and said, Daddy, I'm going to die. Because she just heard it about these people dying from the pandemic. I said, sweetheart, it's fine. Don't worry. You're not going to die. Had she have asked me the question if she was going to die from the climate crisis, I would not have been able to give her an answer of conviction that that is not going to happen. This is serious. We've been given an opportunity. The recent pandemic, as awful as it is, is nature's way of giving us an opportunity to recognize that we can change in a matter of weeks. When we stop buying non-essential products, when we stop traveling to work each day, when we started protecting and being close to our family, we all had an experience. We all understood cause and effect. This happened on a mass scale. We can't rely on governments, nation states, big business, because we're all caught up in this system that is not serving our future generations. We have nine years to turn this thing around. What we need is every single person to recognize what they're good at, to recognize what they love doing, to commit that skill and that joy to mitigating the climate crisis, even if it's just for the next nine years. We'll then all be living our purpose. We'll be doing what we love 
and giving it to something higher than ourselves. What a way to live. We've lost our way. But it's actually very easy for us to turn this around. We have the technologies. We have the new energy systems. We need to change our behavior. Hello, everyone. I hope you're all having an amazing time celebrating the UK's leading sustainability awards and all those behind the products, services, and businesses that are changing the face of our planet. My name's Zilpa, and tonight I'll be presenting this year's awards to the winners across a variety of sectors ranging from finance and energy to influencers and art. Let's also give a round of applause to everyone, including this year's all-female judging panel. Let's kick off with the first awards category, Arts. And the winner is... Jasmine Pradesito. And the winner is... Jessie Baker, MBE. I wasn't expecting this, <laughs> so I have more than a couple of glasses of wine. And the winner is... Ewan Anderson. And the joint winners are... Fiona Howarth and Teddington Harper. We are charging over 50,000 electric vehicles every month. Um, and the energy that those vehicles are using, we're producing from our own solar farms. Let's move on to the next category, energy. And the winner is... Mark Miller. So uh, I'm Mark Miller, CEO of uh, Pure Drive Energy. I was up for the Energy Award tonight. And I'm just, I was actually just very excited to be here. Uh, I know I represent the energy sector, but I just really wanted, it's good to be out in the first place, but it's good to be in this type of group and environment. And I also brought my team with me. And they're a very young team, so I really wanted them to experience this as well. And it's something they can take in this experience and take with them, I think is a great first step in the right direction, in a positive direction. So it means a lot to me. As I said, when I received this, it's personal for me because I've got my two sons here as well. So it's great for them, I see, to be involved in a success, but also in the right environment too. And the winner is Paul Gaby. And the winner is Satish Kumar and Fan. And the winner is Roger Lees. And the winner is Greg Cochran. Next up, we have money. And the winner is Green Angel Syndicate. We are uh, Green Angel Syndicate and we won for the money category. And we are incredibly excited to have won. We're thrilled. Um, yeah, it's a big honor. And we're very, very grateful. It was a total surprise. It was a total surprise. We're, we're, I'm, I'm actually, so my father's the CEO, so he couldn't be here tonight, unfortunately. But I know that he's thrilled. He's so excited that we've won. And yeah, it's just a real delight. The next category is Green Pioneer. And the winner is? Well, I'm honoured and thank you so much, Jarvis and the team and everyone here. Okay, I'm standing here with Safia Mini. She has just 
won an award, haven't you, Sam? I have to. Yes. Um, so my my award is for Green Pioneer, and um, I've been. I, I suppose I've been in the space. I started Pink Retreat 30 years ago in Japan. It's our 30th anniversary on November, and I've been involved with um, setting up Real Sustainability, which is a website about sustainable living and leadership. Also, Business Declares, um, which is a network to help businesses decarbonise, but also look at biodiversity and the social crisis at the same time as climate. Um, yes, and I've, I'm writing my new book, Joe, which is called Regenerative Fashion. So Fantastic. It's all about the best practice in the fashion industry. So I've been talking to about 100 people in the fashion industry to try to find you know, different pathways through to what the fashion industry of the future could look like. Well, we know it's going to be smaller because it has to cut production by at least 75%. Oh, really? But just as you saw in Bangladesh when we went out together, yeah. you know, crafting is going to become more important. Organic cotton and regenerative agriculture because yeah. it draws down carbon is going to become more important. Yeah. And we're going to have to find, obviously, a circular economy system, but a way that also put food on the table for those millions of workers. Yeah. So, yeah, exciting time. You deserve this award tonight. You really, really do. I'm so proud of you, Sam. Oh. Proud to be your friend. Oh, I'm so Yay. pleased. It's lovely to see you. And the winner is Lily Platt. And the joint winners are Andy Orchard and Man Karan Alawalia. The next category is travel. Judges loved this concept. So many single-use tents get bought and wasted, and we need to learn to upcycle and recycle. The winner is... Rebecca Heaps. So my name's Rebecca Heaps, founder of Tenshare, and I won the category, uh, the travel category. I feel amazing. I, I cannot actually believe that I've won. I still can't believe it. I had no idea I was going to win. I was completely surprised that I'd been shortlisted, came along because it seemed like a wonderful event and, and now I've won and I'm like blown away, overwhelmed, couldn't be more pleased. So wow, what a night. I mean it was an absolute honour to be celebrating with these green, sustainable, change-making, disruptive pioneers. We had such an awesome night, everybody just got totally uh, drunk, if I might add, and uh, they're still dancing away now. We had to keep telling them to be quiet. It was amazing to not, have, you know, not be able to shut up the green movement. It was absolutely fabulous, so much energy, uh, just so pleased, it was a really, really successful night. So this is the 11th year, so we've been doing this, we've been honouring Green Champions for, well, over a decade. Tonight was just really, really special. It was the first night in all of that time that I can remember that we had such a diverse range of winners. Winners that are, you know, really, really changing the game for our future generations. Winners that are going to change the way that we live on this planet, not just today, but for the future. So, 
that's the show. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you did, please rate and review the show and be sure to tell your friends looking for tips on leading a sustainable life about it. And follow us on Joe Wood Official or at My Green Pod or email us on hello at mygreenpod.com. And join us in two weeks when our guests will be Brett and Scott Staniland. Bye. My Green Podcast was presented by Jarvis Smith and Joe Wood. It was produced by Mike Hansen for Pod People Productions. Music by The Phoenix Rose. Pod People.